Hello, and welcome to the Natural Christian Mamas podcast. We are so glad you're taking the time to listen in today. Our prayer is that this podcast will be an encouragement to you along your journey with Christ. As Natural Christian Mamas, we love Jesus. We embrace a natural lifestyle, and we are raising children to be world changers. We invite you to join our online community group on Facebook and to check out our resources on our website at www.naturalchristianmamas.org. Hi friends, welcome back to the Natural Christian Mamas podcast. My name is Bethany and I am your host today. Go ahead and grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in someplace cozy with maybe a notebook, or maybe you're listening to this as you're cleaning the kitchen. It doesn't matter. But today we're going to be talking about healing cabinet staples and just going through some staples that I keep on hand or some of our ministry team leaders, our beekeepers keep on hand in our homes to keep our families healthy or um, to treat our families when we're not feeling well. Most moms are aware of allopathic um, options. So, you know, we all know about Tylenol and ibuprofen and Benadryl and all of this, those things. Um, but many of us moms, especially those who are natural or trying to be natural or the crunchy moms, however you want to describe us, usually want different options for our families that are safe without negative side effects um, and trying to... For me, when I treat my family, I try to use um, as natural as possible in what God has created. Um, That's kind of my uh, scale for treating my family is I start first with what God has created at its most natural form. And for me, who uh, a person who studies herbalism, um, I really believe that uh, God has created everything that we need um, around us uh, to treat most of our illnesses um, or things going on with our bodies. I think that Mm -hmm. plants and mushrooms and um, bone broth and things in nature that God has created have really been made for us humans. Um, to use and utilize. And I think that's amazing. Even when we look at homopathy and um, and how homopathy works, that those are things generally that don't mix well with humans, but yet they also help. So I don't know, it's kind of amazing. So we're going to dig in deep today a little bit and talk about these things and how we can treat our family naturally. And one of the things that we find over in the Natural Christian Mamas community is um, a lot of these questions is that sometimes people want to start using natural remedies for their for their family, but they really don't know where to begin. Or what do you keep on hand? Like what is easily accessible to keep on hand? So we're just going to go and start right with it. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about are like the cabinet staples that all of us usually have on hand that can be easily used to treat certain um, ailments. So those I would say are honey, um, honey as local as possible, 
is an amazing tool for your family. Um, fermented honey is excellent. If you put, you can do like garlic in your honey and let it ferment for a little while. That is amazing for colds. Um, local honey, as local to your home as possible, is going to help anybody who struggles with allergies. Um, another thing that we all have, um, onions. Onions can be chopped up and lightly sauteed and used as a poultice. That is great for coughs or congestion, um, respiratory things. Um, you can also use onions to draw out ear infections. Um, you can put it in your socks um, if you have, say, like the flu. Onions are wonderful. I also will chop up an onion when my family is sick and like keep pieces of it around the house to kind of pull the bacteria into it because that's what onions do. Um, and that helps our family to recover faster. Garlic is something else that most people have in their home, whether you buy it minced or you just buy it whole on a clove. Um, garlic can be used for ear infections. It is a natural antibiotic. Um, it is definitely one of those things that I reach for first um, when we might need an antibiotic or an antiviral. Um, garlic can be used in many different ways. You can just saute it. Um, I like to, like garlic oil, I like to use garlic oil. Um, that's probably one of my best ways or favorite use ways to use it topically. Um, but it is extremely versatile. Uh, you can also, also add garlic to a poultice with onions and ginger as well and use it again for respiratory issues. Garlic is <laughs> basically, I don't know, it's, you know, like that movie, Big Fat Greek Wedding and the Windex. I feel like that's garlic. Like garlic is just amazing. It does everything. Then there's apple cider vinegar um, that can be used for digestion issues. Again, if you're not feeling well, throat issues, apple cider vinegar is fermented, obviously, and uh, really treats a variety of different things. Most people have apple cider vinegar in their cabinets already. Um, ginger, fresh ginger especially, is like anti-inflammatory. Ginger is extremely versatile, just as garlic is, and can often be paired well with garlic or other remedies or used by itself. Um, and ginger is just, I mean, it's really a gift. Elderberry, I think most people, elderberry is like the gateway <laughs> to treating things naturally. Elderberry is antiviral. Um, it helps our immunity. Um, I, I don't use elderberry daily. We only use elderberry when we have symptoms of maybe not feeling well. Um, and it is wonderful to, uh, to use to help your body, um, fight whatever it is that's going on. Um, additionally, bone broth is something that you can easily make. Um, most people have Instapots nowadays. Um, you can make bone broth pretty quickly in that. And, you know, you go get, go to your local butcher or um, a local source for your bones, get the bones. You can make a huge batch of broth. You can put it in like the ice cube trays and then pop them out and put them in a bag and just keep them for on hand when you need them. Um, bone broth is wonderful. It's extremely healing for many, many different things, many different illnesses. Bone broth is wonderful um, from nausea to colds to um, e even if like you're pregnant and you don't feel well, bone broth is really wonderful because it's extremely nutritious. Um, additionally, this kind of doesn't really fit with the rest of the things, but colloidal silver or colloidal silver, I know I'm saying it wrong. I am. I don't say things right. I'm sorry. Um, my family uses this 
a ton. And no, it's not going to turn you blue. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of misinformation about it um, with the current virus that is going on. Um, there are studies being shown that it effectively fights it. You can put it, the silver in a nebulizer and breathe it in. You can drop it in things. We've used it for teeth issues. Um, I've used it for ear infections. I put it in a salve um, when somebody gets hurt and put it on that to help um, treat anything there. It is amazing. Um, I, I know some people use it daily for immunity. I choose not to do that because I choose to treat it as I would an antibiotic or an antiviral and only take it out when I need it. Um, but the silver is amazing. It is safe. Um, and it is something I definitely recommend every family have on their shelves. Also, what I love about it too is that it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like water. Um, so when you drop it in things or you give it to your kids, they don't reject it. It's not like strong like garlic or ginger where um, a little one might not take it. <laughs> so I, I I really value silver. Okay, so um, after those shelf things, oh, I do wanna add is salves. Having salves on hand is um, a must for moms. And you can buy them or you can make them. They are so easy to make. Uh, you can use an oil like almond oil or avocado oil, coconut oil, um, maybe some beeswax to kind of firm things up. And then you're just going to put in your herbs. Um, you can use dandelion, calendula. Um, think of herbs that are really good for topical, uh, like abrasions, you know, cuts, things like that. As I said, I add silver into mine just to add in a little bit of extra um, healing properties. You could do tea tree oil. Um, there's a ton of different things that can go into salves, or you can make different variations of them, but they're wonderful to have on hand when your little one scrapes their knee or pinches their finger or something happens, um, and you want to make sure that you no know, bacteria gets in there and you want it to heal quickly or you want to prevent scarring. Um, every parent should have a uh, salve everywhere. Keep a jar in your diaper bag. Keep a jar in your kitchen. Keep a jar, you know, in your car if you need it. Um, it's just, you know, as you would neosporin or something like that. All right, so moving on to herbs. Um, I know for me, when I read like lists of things that I should have on hand, it becomes overwhelming. And I look at it and I go, oh, I don't know if like, I can afford all that. Um, and so I just want to say is that like, these things can take time to build up and you don't have to have every single herb on hand to treat your family naturally. In fact, many herbs kind of do the same thing. Some of us respond better to certain herbs, um, but there's many, many, many different herbs that grow in many, many, many different areas that generally will treat the same things. And I think that that goes back to the idea of herbalism that God provides people what they need right around them, what grows around them. Um, but just some basic herbs that are a really good idea to keep on hand. Now you can keep them loosely, um, as in, uh, like tea version, if you're going to make a, an infusion, um, you know, it, uh, to make an infusion, you're going to boil your water, you're going to pour it over your herb, let it sit for 10 minutes and then serve, um, or steep for 10 minutes and then serve. You can do it in tincture form. You can buy tinctures, you can make tinctures. They're super easy to make and to have on hand. Um, there's, a, there's, you can put the herbs in an oil. There's many different ways that you can give herbs. Um, I think a lot of times when we think of 
natural remedies nowadays, we immediately go to essential oils. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in just a minute, but, uh, you can, you can treat your kid's cough with the thyme that you have in your kitchen that you use to make like roast chicken. So, um, you don't have to have every oil you can use often what's in your kitchen. Um, so the first herb is thyme. Thyme is incredible. I grow thyme usually in a garden. Um, fresh thyme, it smells so strong, so beautiful. It is not an aggressive herb. Um, it's pretty light. And um, when my kids are sick and have a cough, usually I do an onion poultice and thyme tea. Um, so I just take and I steep it. And I usually will make a big pot. I steep it, let it sit out for a little while, and then I pop it in the refrigerator and I serve cold as needed. Um, but you don't have to do it that way. There's many ways that you can serve it, but time is wonderful for congestion for things of the lungs. Um, it, it really helps, uh, kids, especially if they have an ongoing cough to really just soothe and ease that cough. Mullion is another wonderful herb. Um, you can mix it with garlic for, um, uh, to make drops for ear infections. Again, you can use it for respiratory issues. There's also stinging nettles. That's really good for allergies. Um, it's really good again for congestion. Stinging nettles is really excellent to have on hand. I know I have very bad allergies and usually in the springtime I go to stinging nettles to help my allergies. Um, lemon balm is probably my favorite herb because it is extremely versatile. Um, lemon balm is excellent for, especially with children, things like anxiety, um, depression, um, when kids struggle with big emotions, lemon balm is extremely helpful. It's also helpful when they're sick. Um, so lemon balm is very versatile. It's very gentle. It's very mild. And um, most kids really love the flavor of it. And it is very helpful for children. I also love echinacea. Um, uh, you can use echinacea if, say, your child has a tick bite. You can make a echinacea tea um, or um, a really strong infusion and soak it in a cotton ball, put it right on that bite spot, and that will help to draw out any of the ickiness. Um, then there's marshmallow, which is really good for like your throat. Um, my husband is a worship pastor, so we often will use marshmallow, um, if his voice is a little bit strained and, you know, if we're doing a long weekend of worship and, uh, he needs to make sure he has his voice, we use marshmallow to treat that. Uh, it's again, all of these herbs are extremely versatile. So if I'm forgetting to say something that it does, um, I apologize, <laughs> The uh, calendula, I talked about that before. It's wonderful to um, treat topical issues. Uh, you can often grow calendula in your garden and harvest it there. And then uh, another favorite herb of mine is dandelion. I love dandelions. I'm a crazy person about dandelions. They grow all over my yard. Um, dandelions are amazing, especially for digestion. Dandelion root is excellent. You can harvest them as long as your yard isn't sprayed and you're not super, super close to the road, um, and you don't have any like pesticides or anything like that, dandelions are excellent to treat your family. You can use them for many different things, but digestion is probably one of the biggest things um, that dandelions help with. Um, they're full of like magnesium, um, things that we need for our digestion. I love dandelion. Or if you're maybe a little bit constipated, just drink some dandelion tea. It's fantastic. Um, 
Uh, moving forward, these ones are a little bit less common, but I wanted to include them, and that's passion flower, valerian root, and hops. Um, these three are usually treated used for uh, sleep disorders, struggling to sleep, anxiety, depression. They are a little bit valerian is pretty gentle for for kids. Um, passion flower is definitely a little bit of a stronger herb. Um, I like to use passion flower for really some deep emotional trauma. Um, someone passes away or uh, really struggling with deep anxiety at night, things like that. I like to use passion flower for. Um, hops is uh, another personal favorite of mine. You don't hear about it a ton, um, but I like hops. It helps me, me personally at night when I have racing thoughts that just don't cease. Um, I will take, I have a hops tincture that I made. Um, I will take that and it just calms. It just calms and it helps me sleep and it helps with those just thoughts like where sometimes I just can't get out of my head. I also love licorice root. Um, again, really good for digestion. Um, also sickness, flu, things like that. It's kind of multi-purpose. Um, licorice also has a really nice, sweet, spicy flavor. Um, it's really nice like in a cold winter to have um, licorice. It's a very warming herb. Um, then there's Tulsi, which isn't for everyone, but Tulsi is holy basil. Tulsi is very good. At, actually, um, it has been shown, studies have shown that it helps stabilize blood sugar. Tulsi is also excellent for mm, panic anxiety. Um, it does, it's a very multi-purpose herbs and there's a lot of study in India about Tulsi. Wonderful, not safe for pregnancy, but it is a, a, an ex excellent herb. Um, and then the last one that I wanted to add in, or last two, is uh, goldenrod, okay? So goldenrod is amazing. Um, and we often confuse goldenrod with ragweed, especially if you're where I live. <laughs> um, so people like, they goldenrod gets such a bad rep because it grows with ragweed. Because goldenrod treats allergies to ragweed because God provided it that way. And it's amazing. But um, goldenrod is excellent, excellent, excellent for allergies. If you struggle with allergies, try goldenrod. It is fantastic and a very accessible herb as well um, in many regions of, of the country uh, or of America and in Canada as well. Um, I also like astragalus, although I think astragalus is a mushroom. Uh, I might be wrong, but, um, I personally use astragalus. I have grown up with horrendous, if you can't tell, I have allergies, but also horrendous asthma. Um, and astragalus has really changed it. <laughs> I'm not being dramatic when I say astragalus has changed my life because of how it treats my asthma. If I get tight or wheezy at all, I start on the astragalus, and within about 24 hours, I usually do not need my rescue inhaler. Um, I am extremely grateful for astragalus. It has been life-changing for me. Um, if you know someone who has asthma, COPD, any uh, lung issues like that, try astragalus because it is fantastic. Um, uh, and that leads me to mushrooms. Mushrooms are incredible. I know when um, all the things about COVID-19 came out, um, our herbalist on the beekeeper team, our kind of lead herbalist or elder herbalist, <laughs> a master herbalist, Lauren Hall, she did a whole thing on mushrooms and how incredible mushrooms are. They're antiviral typically. And, and just like herbs, each mushroom does its own thing. Obviously, you need to be careful with mushrooms just like you do anything else. Um, but there are really wonderful mushrooms out there. Um, 
and definitely many books. I know the Herbal Academy has like a whole course on mushrooms if that interests you. But um, they, you know, again, these things are gifts, like God's gifts to humanity that he gives us. Um, I do want to touch on homopathy. I am not as skilled in homopathy as others are in our team. And so I hope to do something a little bit further on that. Um, but I would suggest um, every mom investing into a really good homopathy book um, that kind of teaches how to use it and how to treat with it, how to make it as well, because homopathy is extremely easy to, it's very sustainable. Um, and then investing in a homopathy kit, there's, uh, there's like, you know, basic kits, there's childbirth kits, there's different things with different homopathy in it for various ailments. Um, I know in my last pregnancy with Gyra Mercy, <laughs> I don't know if I could have survived without it. Um, so I was using Nux Vomica for many different things, but for um, one of them was for heartburn. My heartburn was awful. I would wake up like vomiting in the middle of the night. It was disgusting. And when I started using the Nux Vomica to treat it, it let, I mean, I literally took it away. Like the second I would start feeling that heartburn come on, I would take the next mamaka and it would go away within 10 minutes. Um, amazing. Um, I also used another one for uh, helping my baby, Jira Mercy, to get into the right position. That was extremely helpful. Um, and afterbirth, arnica, things like that. Um, homopathy is incredible. Um, as I said, I'm not as skilled in it and I don't know if I can quite articulate how it works, but I have experienced how it works. <laughs> Um, okay, and so then I just wanted to go a little bit into essential oils. Um, I think at this stage in the game, especially if you have interest in being a natural mom or you've kind of have already ventured down this journey, we all know about essential oils. There's large essential oil companies. Um, you can walk into Walmart now and see essential oils. And as somebody who has studied herbalism, I think that there is amazing value in essential oils. I do think that they are wonderful. You can use them to treat amazing things. They're excellent. Aromatherapy is um, a really great way of treating your ailments. But I do want to say that essential oils aren't always the most sustainable way of treating things or a way of use, utilizing the herbs that God has given us. So for me, I prefer to use herbs first and then essential oils. Um, essential oils is an is an extremely concentrated amount of the herb that you're using, extremely concentrated. So they are very powerful and I do believe that they should be used cautiously how you would um, an allopathic medicine, okay? So um, that being said, I think that there are staples and, uh, you know, that we should have in our cabinets. Um, lavender, of course, that should be the first one said. Lavender is amazing because number one, it's gentle. It's extremely gentle. It's extremely pleasant to smell. Um, there are cautions with lavender, of course, there are cautions with many things, um, but lavender is wonderful if, say, you do choose to reduce a fever, and that's a whole nother conversation for another day, but if, say, your child does have a high fever, a 103 or something like that, and you need to reduce that fever, um, lavender is a really good way on a young child that you don't want to use a stronger oil for to reduce that fever. Um, my 
my two-year-old at the time had a very high fever one day and I did feel like I needed to reduce it and I just used lavender and as soon as I used the lavender within about 40 minutes his fever actually broke and was completely done. Um, so it is again it is strong and is powerful and is helpful. Lavender is also excellent for things like anxiety, um, if you struggle um, just emotionally, it can really help to calm and bring peace. I do think it can be overused, and I do think that we need to be cautious because it is high in estrogen. Um, then there's tea tree oil, which is <laughs> tea tree is amazing. Um, it is very antiviral. It's excellent for treating things like fungus, yeast. Um, definitely have on hand, but again, be cautious. I mean, I, I think that goes without saying. Just just know what you're doing or research before you use it. Um, be cautious on using on infants, things like that. Frankincense. Oh my goodness. Frankincense is amazing. <laughs> How many times have I said amazing during this podcast? I apologize. It is excellent for respiratory issues. Frankincense. It's like when you think of those gifts that the wise men brought to Jesus, they brought frankincense. Okay. Um, it is versatile. It, every, it is gentle. Um, every parent should have frankincense on hand. Um, uh, I'm not going to say this right. Uh, Copaiba, Copaiba. I'm so sorry, Lauren, if you're listening, I know. Um, uh, this is a antiviral. Uh, it's many things, but, um, this has been, uh, something that I personally used, um, that I personally use when I am around somebody who may have been recently treated for something. <laughs> um, uh, say you're around somebody who has recently had a vaccine. I use uh, Copaiba for that to just kind of help protect myself from any sort of shedding. Um, I've also, it's also definitely something that we recommend um, in um, in exposure to COVID-19, the COVID-19 vaccine or if you're showing, showing symptoms of COVID-19, it is excellent. Uh, uh, really good for respiratory issues as well. Um, then having on hand, um, I would say to have spearmint over peppermint. Um, peppermint does break fevers very well. It is excellent for respiratory issues, some respiratory issues. Sometimes it can actually be opposite and not helpful. It depends on the respiratory issues that you're having. But spearmint is a milder version and not, I mean, they're obviously two different plants, but spearmint is more mild. So on a younger child, um, you could use possibly spearmint over the peppermint. Peppermint should something that shouldn't be really used until a child that has matured. Um, and then there is lemongrass, which, uh, I just wanted to throw in there because it is really good for cleaning and other things. Um, be careful using it because it is strong, but a really good oil to have in hand. So this is just uh, things that you can have in your cabinet. Um, we do have a blog on the naturalcushionmamas.org website um, for the sniffles on herbs to use that. You can go ahead and find that there. Um, but this was really just, you know, things that you can keep in your cabinet on hand. Um, and again, you don't have to have all of this, right? If you have time, you don't necessarily need licorice. If you have passion flower, you don't need hops. Like, the, you know, you don't have to have it all. You can pick and choose. Um, I'm going to use one respiratory herb. I'm going to try this. Um, and then build up, uh, you can build up your stash after that <laughs> or your apothecary.
you can build up what you need in your home after that. Um, so I think it's important that you don't just go out and buy everything that's been listed um, because you don't need to do that. But these are just suggestions of things to have on hand. I would love to know what your favorite remedies are to have on hand. Um, you can uh, go ahead and let us know. Um, join the Natural Christian Mamas community if you have not done so before. Um, we'd love to have you there. It's an excellent community where we talk about things like natural remedies and we talk about um, raising our children in gentle homes and we talk about the hard stuff, marriage and all of that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Again, my name is Bethany. You can find me at the Natural Christian Mamas community on Facebook at naturalchristianmamas.org. You can also find me on TikTok and Instagram at Maple and Roots. Have a great day, guys. Bye.